Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You're tuned into Cheap Tuesdays 101.5 UMFM. I'm your host, Dan. This week on the show, we're going to get to a score finally. I haven't been doing many scores lately, but we're back at it. Uh, part of a back to back series. We're going to look at Blade Runner. We're going to look at the original score this week and then the brand new movie's score next week. So, uh, yeah, this week, the classic Vangelis score from uh, 1982, I believe. So before that, though, uh, I thought I'd continue the 30-day song challenge that I've uh, been talking about in case you missed it. This was a thing that a, a co-worker of mine turned me on to. It was a list of uh, 30 days, and each day had a different theme, and I was posting this on the Chinese internet, and uh, I thought it'd be fun to do it on the show. I haven't really been listening to a lot of new music, although I have seen that there are a ton of albums that I want to listen to, <laughs> so uh, I, I'm going to get around to that eventually. But uh, this is fun. So uh, I'm going to stick with it. Song, uh, Day 15, sorry. It's a song that's a cover from another band. And uh, there are so many great covers out there. I'm just going to dedicate the whole first half of the show to this day. So we're going to start with the heaviness. Go with one of my favorites ever, Going Blind by the Melvins. And then another heavy favorite, The Godfather, covered by the Phantomas. And we'll finish it off with Surgical Meth Machine doing Gates of Steel. And then we'll come back after that. This is Cheap Tuesdays, 101.5 UMFM.
you just heard Surgical Meth Machine there, which is Al Jorgensen from Ministry. Uh, Gates of Steel, a Devo cover. And uh, I love the original. I love another cover of that song that I've heard, but I love theirs just as much. Just to, it, I understand it's kind of cheesy, but it's uh, it's good. I like it. I like it a lot, actually. Um, maybe one of the best covers ever before that, the Phantomas covering the theme to The Godfather. And uh, if I want to play a cover to blow somebody's mind, that's the one I usually pick, because most people know The Godfather theme. So good. That whole album is fantastic. Um, and then, actually, maybe my favorite cover ever might be The Melvins, Going Blind. I, don't, I haven't even heard the original by Kiss, um, but... But if I understand it's like an acoustic song, so forget about that. Who cares? The Melvins do it way better. Um, so moving on, a little bit less heavy. We're going to go to uh, Junkyard Dogs, doing sort of like a um, bluegrass version of Breaking the Law by Judas Priest. And uh, then we're going to hear some more Mike Patton, some uh, Secret Chiefs 3 traditionalists with Mike Patton on the vocals, doing a cover of an old French 60s song called La Chanson de Jackie. And uh, then an unusual one by Trad, Gras und Stanner. They're uh, from the Northern Europe area, doing a cover of a band. I have no idea who it is, but it was a punk band, and they do it as unpunk as maybe possible, and it's so good. And then uh, if there's time, we're going to stick on another one at the end. We'll see what happens. This is Cheap Tuesday's 101.5 UMFM. Enjoy. <laughs> Yeah. 
I should become a singer with a Spanish bum who sings for women of great virtue. I'd sing to them with a guitar I bought from a coffee bar. Well, what you don't know doesn't hurt you. My name would be Antonio, and all my bridges I would burn. And when I gave them some, they'd know I'd expect something in return. I'd have to get drunk every night and talk about virility with some old grandmother who might be decked out like a Christmas tree. Elephants I'd see, though I'd be drunk as I could be, still I would sing my song to me about the time they called me Jackie. If I could be for only an hour, if I could be for an hour every day, if I could be for just one little hour, cute, cute, in a stupid ass way. Joined the social world, became procurer of young girls, and I would have my own bordellos. My record would be number one, and I'd sell records by the ton, all sung by many other fellows. My name would then be Handsome Jack, and I'd sell boats of opium, whiskey that came from Twickenham, authentic queers, and phony virgins. If I had banks on every finger, finger in every country, and all the countries ruled by me, I'd still know where I'd want to be. Up inside my opium den, surrounded by some Chinamen, I'd sing the song that I sang then. Celle de Don, où je m'appelle
on Cheap Tuesdays 101.5 UMFM playing covers this week some of my favorites of all time you just heard Faith No More there Let's Lynch the Landlord doing a Dead Kennedy song punk rock song originally and completely done differently here sort of like a jazzy loungy sort of version uh, awesome awesome stuff speaking of taking a, speaking of taking a punk rock song and unpunking it you just heard uh, Trad Gras und Stanner doing a uh, what was a, apparently an original punk. It was a punk song by another band in the Northern Europe area um, called Punk Rocker was the name of the track. And uh, yeah, when they recorded this this album, they were in their 60s already. Trad Gras und Stanner. So uh, it's great. Such a great song. Um, before that, Secret Chiefs 3 Traditionalists, um, a subsect of the Secret Chiefs 3, done by uh, Trace Spruance of Mr. Bungle and Faxed Head and all sorts of other stuff, doing a cover of an old 60s song that actually got banned for a while in the UK and in other places because of one line about, uh, about whores or something, I can't remember the line. Um, and that was a cover, yeah, with uh, Mike Patton singing. And we started it off with Junkyard Dogs, Breaking the Law. One of my favorites. I know there's sort of a trend there for a while for uh, bluegrass bands to to do covers of like rock stuff. And it, it did get a bit 
tiring and trying in some places, but uh, but man, that's a classic, and that always will be a classic. They also, by the way, on that same album, do a great cover of Gates of Steel by Devo, who we heard earlier in the show. We heard a cover of it earlier in the show, so uh, definitely a nice little album, something to check out if you haven't. So, moving along, the score, Blade Runner, the original. So, uh, I saw the uh, the new one, Blade Runner 2049, and I loved it. And uh, recently I was on a podcast with a couple of guys that I work with here. And uh, whenever it's finished and, and up and running, I'll, I'll share the link uh, off to you guys if you want to hear it. And uh, we were talking about the movie, and we all pretty much came to the same conclusion, that the new Blade Runner is better than the old Blade Runner. It's uh, one of those rare cases where the sequel is better than the original you know off the top of my head i would say um the godfather part two i would say the french connection two um empire strikes back uh batman returns better than batman the dark knight better than batman begins you know and i could probably list off more if i tried spider-man two of the original trilogy better than spider-man uh, we can stop there but uh i'm gonna add Blade Runner 2049 to that. Um, Blade Runner was is a great movie, and I don't think anybody could possibly doubt its place in the canon of great movies of all time. Like, not even great science fiction movies, just plain great movies. It is fantastic. And if you haven't seen it, there are like a million versions out there, and you want to try to find the final cut. It was about 10 years ago that they finally put it out, and it was Ridley Scott finally getting full creative control and releasing the exact film that he wanted to release way back in the day for the first time. And it's legitimately great. There's just a one or two problems with it, not the least of which is the rape scene where Harrison Ford rapes this woman. <laughs> and that was just like, I don't remember that when I first watched this 25 years ago. How do I, how do I not remember him raping a woman? Why is he raping somebody? So, I mean, that scene alone is enough to, you know, knock it down a step. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> you know, <laughs> why? Why was he raping her? What point did it serve to the whole story? I don't understand that at all still. So anyway, I mean, if you haven't seen the new movie, you, you got to go and check it out. It's really, really great. And if you if you have a chance still, IMAX 3D, man. I mean, it's it's a beautiful movie to look at. And the, in, on the big screen and in 3D, I mean, it's just gorgeous. So, uh, yeah, anyway, the scores. This is a music show, after all, not a movie show. The uh, The score for the original, Vangelis, is is a, considered a classic, and I can see why. I, I find it cheesy in parts. And, and you know, I'm, I, I can handle cheese. I mean, I'm not a cheese-free person, but uh, in this case, a little bit too cheesy in parts for my liking. But uh, still a classic, still a great one. And we're going to cram in as many tracks as we can here. Probably five at least, maybe six. And uh, next week, 2049 Blade Runner with the score done by Hans Zimmer and some other guy whose name I've forgotten. But I'll know it next week. So tune in, 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. here on 101.5 UMFM. This is Cheap Tuesdays. Have yourselves a great week.
start. Enhance 15 to 23. Replicants are like any other machine. They're either a benefit or a hazard. If they're a benefit, it's not my problem. May I ask you a personal question? Sure. Have you ever retired a human by mistake? No. But in your position, that is a risk. Is this to be an empathy test? 
capillary dilation of the so-called blush response, fluctuation of the pupil, involuntary dilation of the iris. We call it void comp for sure. Mr. Deckard, Dr. Eldon Terrell. Demonstrate it. I want to see it work. Where's the subject? I want to see it work on a person. I want to see a negative before I provide it with a positive. What's that going to prove? Indulge me. On you? Try her. <laughs> <laughs>